choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes, set the foundation for your success, get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Hello, welcome to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. You are with the Knucklehead, Stephen. Listen, uh, today's going to be a good episode. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple things. Uh, one in particular, just to clarify exactly what does don't be beta mean. Uh, I'm talking to, to you out there also who know somebody. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about maybe somebody you know who's a snowflake or have symptoms of a snowflake. I'm talking about, uh, I'm also talking about people who are confused about what they're going to get done in their lifetime. I think that uh, I think that with our generation, with as much self-help material as out there, and with as many people as um, uh, that are out there on social media trying to emulate uh, successful, I guess, YouTubers and uh, video entrepreneurs, that type of thing. There's 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 this distinct filter that is in every single orifice of our communication, right? Whether it be over the over the phone, uh, through through the web, um, whether it be I guess through your 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 network of friends, it, there's always this air of of fakeness that exists, and, and a lot of it has to do with fear, right? Um, I've heard it said many many times before that false evidence appearing real is what fear is. Well, um, you know the the gentleman who taught me that and the people who taught me that they they were very well intended. What they were wanting to to do is they were wanting to make sure that when I was faced with something that gave me that gave me fear, uh, that I was equipped enough to move forward with it. So they put a little catchy phrase to it called false evidence appearing real. Anybody ever heard of that before? And if you haven't, uh, well, welcome. Um, it may confuse you for a little while. Uh, the fact is, is yeah, fear is very real. Fear is based off of information. Um, fear is what you're your, you know, your reaction is to, I guess, outside stimuli. And then all of a sudden you start getting to this internal communication inside your head of, of what takes place. Um, I heard it said a long time ago uh, that if you do this exercise, and I want you to do this here with me, right? So if you have something that, you're, that you have your mind set on, that you're going to accomplish, what fear is, is fear is this, is this thing that goes over your vision and you have the ability to either look through it to keep your eye focused on what it is that you want to accomplish, or you can focus on the thing that's in front of you. And if that starts to move, then you actually get your eye off what it is that you're looking to accomplish. And that's the best analogy that I've ever heard um, when it comes to when it comes to those things. But fear, fear is is absolutely real, right? So, what does "don't be beta" mean? I had some people ask me that uh, earlier this week, and, and here's what it means. It means stop being the beta of your life. There's somebody who's the alpha of your life right now, and my question is, is it you? And I'm talking to me right now, too. There's, there's a, there is a whole generation of people who've, who've been removed from their either their father or their parental figure, and they do not have the influence or the reinforcement outside of sarcasm from their friends that they can actually accomplish something. Right. One of my biggest regrets in the Marine Corps, right, is the the counseling and mentorship program. Right. So one of the things that I know I could have done, the things that I that I was that I was meant to make the biggest impact on, that I screwed up with the most. Right. Remember, we're talking about knucklehead stuff. Um, you know, when you tell your Marine that you, you tell one of your Marines that you're going to be there and you're going to be able to take them to where they need to go, and you fail to show up. 
Are you that good of a leader? I'll tell you what, I challenge you as a leader right now that if you've never been in that set of circumstances where you've actually let somebody down, then you haven't really figured out exactly how, uh, how uh, strong of a leader you are. Because until you're exposed for what you're, for, for what you're at instead of what you would like to be, you're always going to be caught in this delusion that you're greater than what you are. I mean, the biggest, the biggest um, step towards leadership is realizing that you're, you're, you're just as incapable of the, as the next person, but you're also just as capable as the most successful person that's out there. You're just a few steps away from screwing up. And do you give yourself the permission to do that? So uh, don't be beta means don't let somebody else uh, tell you what it is that you're worth. Don't let somebody else put a price tag on you for your life. Don't let somebody else dictate to you what's important to you and what the substance of you is. That's what don't be beta is. This has nothing to do with your, you know, your fruitcake socks or your, or your snowflake haircut or your, you know, or your, or your Ivy League education. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with what your mentality is. Are you the alpha of your mind? One of the people who keep me accountable the most is uh, outside of, you know, some systems that we've put into place is my, is my wife. She's, she's incredible at, at, at being able to sniff out what's genuine, what's not, what's, a, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's irritating, but it's also incredibly awesome. So, uh, and we've worked on that. It's taken a tremendous amount of time. There were some people who've really attempted to try to help us through that process whenever we were growing up as we were maturing as a, a husband and wife team together. Uh, but let's say, for instance, you had, you had somebody run around on you, you know, your wife's out there and she's, she's doing whatever you're out there running around on your wife right now. Let me tell you what you will get caught out or you will get, you will get found out your integrity and in, in who you are will expose you. Uh, what does it say? The time either exposes you or they, or it promotes you. So if you're going to continue to be beta and let that outside stimuli continue to mess you up internally, then that's your own fault. Right. And there's some insinuating circumstances. I'm not I'm not naive to that. I'm just saying that there's so many people out there that will conveniently place the blame of excuse, regardless of what it is. Pick one. And that's the reason why they're not where they want to be. I'll tell you what, right now, as a knucklehead, as somebody who wants to achieve more than what we currently have. Let me tell you what my biggest problem was for a long time. And I guarantee you there's a lot of people out there who feel the same way. It's because it was always about ready to happen. It was always going to happen. It was, it, was, it was always just beyond my reach. And you know what it really was? Is you never really truly believed that you could actually accomplish it. Now, there's some people out there who've been able to achieve some, some, tremendous, amount, uh, some, some tremendous amounts of success just because they want to will through it and they've got perseverance. And that's incredible. But what they've decided to do is they don't want to be beta of their life. They've decided to be alpha. But how long will it continue? Have they built that habit? Are they constantly uh, of the mindset that tomorrow could be different for them? So therefore, they dedicate themselves to being the success that they could be or setting that example going forward. I'll tell you what, uh, it, it was not that way for me for a period of time whenever I was in the Marine Corps. There was times where there was Marines that needed my guidance. They needed my strength. They needed conviction. They needed leadership. They needed specific instruction. And I failed. I failed to do that. That's, that's difficult for me to tell you, but that's, that's the God's honest truth. And there's a million people out there right now, if not more, that are out there on uh, social media reinforcing your, your, your worst 
things that you think about yourself. They're reinforcing how bad you currently are instead of reinforcing to you that they are struggling with the exact same thing. That's what knucklehead is. Remove the filters. Don't participate in this world of filters. Talk about what matters. And I'm going to leave some things with you here, all right? Here's what it is. Here's an exercise for you. And I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you this format and I'm going to actually put it out there. This is available. This is for free. You go out and you do this exercise, okay? You come back and you tell me, as a matter of fact, list some comments after you've done this about how well it's helped you or how well it didn't, okay? And here, here, here it is. This one's for free. So those of you who are paying attention, share it with somebody and they'll, they'll come back and thank you, all right? So what I want you to do is I want you to envision yourself for a second, okay? And we're going to go through a three-step exercise. And I want you to get a sheet of paper down and I want you to draw three circles on it. Those three circles are going to be right next to each other. There's going to be some overlap. You ever seen the Olympic rings? Okay, that's exactly what that top row of Olympic rings looks like. Those are the three. Go back up to the top sheet, uh, top sh uh, of the sheet of paper, and I want you to write down when I'm 65 years old, and I walk to the front of my house and I look out the window of my house. What do I want to see? What do you want to see? Okay, did you write it down? You need to write it down. What do you want to see? And then as you're thinking about what it is that you want to see, what I want you to do is I want to know, what do you feel inside? Are you full of regret? Do you wish you would have done something differently? Do you wish that you would have just admitted when you were wrong? Or do you want to be thankful that you actually did admit when you were wrong? Do you want to be thankful that there's people around you that care about you? Do you want to be thankful for those things? Write it down. Once you list all those things out, that's your first list of what we'd call spiritual health. That's one of those bubbles. Okay? We'll come back to that. Second thing after you get done with that is list out each one of the priorities that you have in your life. Listen, we have 24 hours a day, 168 hours a week, okay? You do the math. What are you doing with that time right now? What are you doing with it? If you look at it from a standpoint of 24 hours in a day, not everybody can be productive 24 hours a day. There's no question about it, right? And if you do, you're, there's no way you can be successful or, or as productive as you possibly can be for, for more than maybe a day or two at a time, right? There's a few of us that have been up for days or weeks at a time. Well, for multiple days in a row up to including almost a week. There's, there's a few of us, you know, that have that experience. But let me tell you, um, there is still time that passes by. And if you look at your time and what you've been able to do or what you've got done over the last week, you get, it, it, it is full of something that we call priorities. And this is, this is something that you're going to have to really, truly get honest with yourself with. It's helpful if you have somebody that you can trust writing this down for you so you can just communicate. But if you're, you know, if you're like I was when I first started doing this, you're going to be by yourself because you've ran everybody else off. Okay? So list out each one of the priorities that you want, and excuse me, that you currently have, and I want you to review them. What does that mean? List them. And when you think you're done, whenever you think you're done, you're, you're done, continue to go back and list more. And I'm talking about your kids. I'm talking about what you do in the gym. I'm talking about what you do uh, eating, your eating habits, your drinking habits, your, your, your hygiene habits, your, 
you know, the clothes that you wear, the everything, everything that you've done. Okay. And then when I say review them, what does that mean? You're going to go through each line item and there's going to be some similarities between them. And I want you to start making tack marks when you start to see similarities. So for instance, you may have kids and then a couple of stores down, you may say uh, sports for my kids. Okay. Well, that's two. Um, you may say a school for my kids, uh, three, uh, talk to my kids about, you know, family, um, you know, legacy and whatever that's four. Then you start listing them all the way down. If you don't have kids yet, it doesn't matter. You get my point, right? So that second set, that's your purpose, or excuse me, that's what your priorities are. So again, spiritual health priorities, those two things, those circles that are at the bottom of the page. Those will be things that we're going to fill in here in a sec. Last one, why am I here? Not, not, not you. And I'm not talking about you sitting at your, at your computer right now asking you what you're doing you know, on Facebook, talking, talking smack in your status updates and your news feed. I'm talking about why are you here? Why are you here on earth? What, do you, what are you doing here? Not, not what do you do for work? Not what do you do for income? What are you doing here? What, why is it that you're here? Your statement, your first statement is going to suck. It's going to sound like it's great because, you know, you've read a couple of Tony Robbins books and, you know, you've been saved and, you know, there's a lot of really good stuff that you tell yourself all the time, which is, which is good. However, your, your first statement, your first statement, anybody who's in sales out there, it, that's, that's surface. What you got to do is you got to peel back the onion layer. You're going to ask yourself the question, why did you write that statement out? And you're going to ask that statement, or excuse me, you ask yourself that question six times. You're going to ask yourself why six times. And you're going to go all the way down until you get a stripped down, no bull, no, no crap answer of what it is that you're doing here. Did you do it? You don't have to. I'm just telling you that this is something that you can do. Remember, our motto is don't be beta. You're just going to continue to make excuses on why you don't have time. Time's going to go by. <laughs> some people are going to accomplish some stuff and some people ain't. Just how it is. All right. So what you've done is you've gotten three separate tasks. A, spiritual health. B, excuse me, one, spiritual health. Two, priorities. Three, purpose. Once you identified all of those, you've got those three circles set out. Those overlaps, what you'll start to see is you'll start to see some similarities in terms of what your spiritual health is, what you want to be whenever you uh, are 65 and older, and you look out and how do you want to feel. You're going to see where you're actually, what your purpose is in your life, and you're going to see where you're actually spending your time right now. Those three together, there's going to be two sections that are going to be overlapped. What you want to do is you want to pull those down and you're going to end up with three separate segments. And those are going to be what your daily actions are, some of your goals, and then reinforcement against what those action habits are so you can accomplish those goals. Okay. You're going to go through this exercise and you're going to feel a couple things. You're going to feel fear. You're going to feel a little bit of uh, accountability. You're going to feel some accountability coming out of it. 
most of you won't do this, but most of you just won't even get through the point. You'll stop or you won't understand or you'll use that as a reason not to do it. Okay. As you get done doing this, what I'm going to suggest that you do is you focus on that one piece that's holding you back from doing it. And you ask yourself, why are you not doing it? I'm going to share something with you, right? So I had, I had my second knee surgery. Um, and I remember um, not wanting to go to physical therapy. One, just because I, I was an idiot. And I thought that after my second surgery, uh, what I could do is I could just, I felt this lack of accountability towards, towards making myself better because I just didn't like myself very much. <clears throat> I, um, I had to go through a lot of pain in order to get my, uh, my knee back up to, uh, up to speed to where it could stabilize. And uh, I remember running out there with a couple guys. Uh, Will, thanks for taking me running. Uh, Duke of Ares. Um, I appreciate you helping me too, man. But there's uh, there's some crazy there's some crazy crazy things that have happened to uh, to both of those guys. But the reason why I'm I'm telling you that this was a physical ailment that I went out to go get fixed, but my mental approach to getting it fixed, all it was doing was hanging me up. I couldn't get it better. And it wasn't that my knee was in need of repair. I couldn't put myself out there to actually go get uncomfortable, to make the change necessary, to go out there to be who I was meant to be. So I tried to bridge the gap for volunteering for a deployment. At the same time, my wife, who had been away from me for almost a year, was going to move away from her family over to the other side of the world to come live with me. So I share that to, I share that with you because had I had gone through an exercise, I would have been able to identify and pinpoint some daily things that would have put our, put us in a much better, not only financial position, a better relationship position, a much more wholesome communication standpoint. And all of that would have all of that would have aided to a like better, just a better overall cohesiveness. Does that make sense? So I share all that with you to tell you that there's a lot of us out there that are my age and younger, maybe even a couple of people who are older, maybe, maybe a generation or so that is a little older than me. And there's, there is a, a, an entire generation of people that have never been taught what it takes to push through whenever it hurts. The idea is we're gonna, we're gonna rely on some type of chemical substance or some type of external stimulus or some type of, of diagnosis from a doctor as opposed to taking responsibility for your actions. And they need your help. I'm talking about my kids. I'm talking about your kids. I'm talking about the kids that you will have. And I'm talking about even the generation that came before me that still thinks that they have it figured out. Now, the large percentage of the, the people who are older than me, like my parents' generation, they, they're starting to figure out that maybe some of the advice that worked whenever they were around, it doesn't really work that well anymore. Things have changed quite a bit. Things have come and gone. It's time to, it's time to make 
those changes and get with it. Start exercising these success principles instead of going back and listening to the same old advice. Go to school, get good grades, go out and get a good job. You need to go out and get some work done. But eventually what you need to do is you need to rely on your ability to make quality decisions and then push push forward to accomplish these goals that I'm talking about here. All right. So again, just as a wrap, we call that generation, we call those people who, who don't take responsibility for themselves uh, snowflakes, right? Well, those snowflakes need to figure out what <laughs> they need to figure out what it is that they're here for, right? And then everybody else who essentially lambasts them for those decisions, two things. One, stop doing it. Go show them how to be better. And then two, um, if they decide not to follow your lead, then figure out what it is that is wrong with your communication that you can resonate with somebody out there and let them know that, geez, they don't have to get just thrown and cast by the wayside and, and thrown up against the rocks. Just they don't have to have they don't have to let life do that to them. You understand? So I share all that with you uh, for a couple of reasons. One, every time I talk to, uh, to, to guys out there and they want to know what Knucklehead Podcast is, the idea is to let you know that you are the alpha of your life, right? And I'm not talking about the Neanderthal gym, you know, protein shake, uh, uh, tank top wearing, nipples hanging out the side, you know, goofball. I'm talking about the alpha of your life. Eventually, you will get older. Eventually, those things and those decisions, you will be accountable for them. Somebody is going to have to take care of you when you get older. Think about that. Do you think that they want to help somebody who's been alpha and created so much distance between you and them that they don't even want to be around you anymore? So you can go try to do it all on your own if you want. I'm just saying that you got to go out there and find some people to help you. to be accountable to, to be accountable for, and to go out there and, and get some things done with your life. So uh, we got merch that's coming out to the uh, to the store. Uh, it's going to be knuckleheadpodcast.com slash shop. Uh, we're not up there yet. So if you go up there, ain't nothing going to be there just yet. Uh, so if you need a shirt, fantastic. Go ahead. It's get and get some wins. So hashtag get some wins. Hashtag don't be beta. We got those two shirts, knucklehead podcast logo on the back. Uh, and if you're from, uh, if you're from the 78681, if you're from Round Rock back when there was only 30,000 people here back in the early nineties, rep where you're from, rep where you're from. That's it y'all. Um, we will, we will catch you soon. Have a great week. Make it a great week. Do that exercise. Let me know how you feel. Remember, subscribe, share, comment, engage. We're on Instagram, knucklehead podcast. We are on Facebook at unofficial knucklehead. We are on YouTube at knucklehead podcast and we are on iTunes. We're on Stitcher, we're on all in. Go check us out. Subscribe. Hit me up. We'll talk to you soon. Love you.